Thanks for tuning in to another week of First Do No Harm. So today is going to be a special segment of Kindness Crusaders, where I interview someone who really cares about spreading the kindness and they are putting forth a lot of effort to change their community, to change the people and strangers that they interact with, to hopefully make an impact on the world. And maybe their desire isn't really to impact the world. Maybe it's just to impact one person and change the life of one individual. So, cool. hey, Will, or should I call you Dad? Dad, whichever <laughs> works for you, <laughs> whatever you're better with. <laughs> Thank you so much for willing to be on the show. Um, you have a Facebook page that you started a little while back for the LGBTQ community. What inspired you to do that? And what is that about your page? Right. The page is called I'm Your Dad Now. And it and it's kind of, this. it's been a bit of a journey. My wife and I, about a year and a half, two years ago, um, she works for a local hospital and they had a participation in the Winston-Salem Pride Parade. And so, you know, we've, we've always been very supportive of the community you know, as much as somebody can be without actually being active, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we did the pride parade and it was just so great and everyone was so nice and just, you know, thank you so much. Well, we ran across this group called Free Moms Hugs. And so my wife joined Free Mom Hugs. And then next thing you know, you know, I, I pulled into the meeting and I'm like, hey, do you have a dad section? And they're like, yeah, kind of, it's called dad hugs too. And, you know, but there's not really any dads in it. And I'm like, well, I'm your number one guy. That's fine. And so we did that for a little bit. And then that led, it just, that led to learning that here in, in Guilford County in North Carolina, we started looking at foster and adoption mm. and learned that a huge segment of the kids in that population are from the LGBTQ community. Really? And that, you know, because you've got to love the South, mm-hmm. you know, essentially these kids come out with their parents and they get kicked out of the house. Wow. And I mean, and, and it happens very frequently and we were really just shocked. And I just, I was really, I, I was really upset about it. And so I said, no, I mean, everybody deserves to have a dad. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I kind of, so I, I had read how the lady who started free mom hugs was, had like offered up to be mom at people's weddings, you know, stand in mom. And I said, you know, that's, that's a fantastic idea. And if she can do it for the moms, then I can do it for dads. And it just, it just kind of sprang forth from there, you know, Hey, I'll be your dad now. And, and really initially it was, it was to try to, to, to be there for people who are, you know, getting married or committed or whatever, or having, mm-hmm. you know, any kind of ceremony. And then I was like, that's so narrow. So let's just go wider. And then it just went wider. And now it's even just you know, people who aren't necessarily in the community, but they've been shunned by their parents. Yeah. Because, you know, the music they listen to or they're a different religion than their parents or whatever. I'm just like, essentially, if you need a, if you want a father figure, just whatever, you know, whatever I can do, I, you know, I have nothing but time and, and I'll be, I'll be your dad. Cause that's, it's awful to live without, there's just an element that a father brings just as there's an element that a mother brings. Yeah. So that, that's kind of, that's kind of where we're at. <laughs> That's incredible. So I 
I know a little bit about your background. So you used to be in the military, is that correct? Yes, I was in the Marine Corps for eight years. And you were also a police officer? I was. Um, I left the Marines and moved to North Carolina, became a police officer for the city of Greensboro, and for, uh, just short of like nine, nine years or so. Wow. We have a mutual friend, and prior to you and I talking right now, I was asking him some questions about you just so that I would have a little bit of info, but it's so strange to me and not to offend anyone who is, is, or has been a part of the military or a police officer, but those are not typically the type of people who are drawn or very supportive of that type of community. No, you're, you're exactly right. And, and not to put down, you know, my, former brothers and sisters, but, you know, it's very much an alpha society type right. of thing. You know, slurs are thrown around on all sorts of things. I mean, it's, it's a lot of like what you see in the movies and what you have read about or, or maybe have experienced on social media. And, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, you know, it's like anything else. Of course, there's wonderful people and people who are very liberal in their beliefs and, and they're in the military too. And, and the funny thing is, you know, I, I, I wasn't always like this. And our, oh, really? uh, you know, we were not, <laughs> Right. I, I used to be one of those very, I was very hardcore conservative. And if you were not, then you were wrong. Just very closed minded and very, if I could go back, cause it's been, it's been 20 years, about 22 years since I enlisted. If I could go back, there are a couple of, there are, I think of two or three specific individuals that if I could just go up to them and give them a hug and say, Jesus, I'm sorry. I am so sorry because I was 20 and I was drunk all the time and I didn't know anything and I thought I knew everything. And so people change. So just over the years, you know, I've come to see how toxic that was. And, and how wrong that was. And just because, of course, I would get upset when someone would not accept me, right. you know, for whatever my goofy sets were or whatever. I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't understand. Well, and then it just kind of hit me. I'm like, well, of course, that's how it feels to, to a small degree. You know, why should they accept me if, if I'm doing the same thing to these, you know, to this group? And, mm-hmm. and so it's just. It, it's kind of morphed over the years, and really, uh, the the reason I left the police department was I just I couldn't take the environment anymore. I worked in the, in the rough side of town on the night shift, and I would come on these calls, and I would see these kids, and I'm, I'm taking away their dad, or their dad's been injured from a fight or a shooting or something, and kids are just crying. It's two o'clock in the morning, and they don't get it, and I just just I couldn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, not to say that what I was doing was wrong, but it, just, it, right. was, it was taking a toll on my heart for these kids. I and just, completely understand. And uh, uh, just uh, really what it is, is the, the, more, the more children that I have had, <laughs> the bigger of a softy I have become. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and now I am full on super softy. I'm in the ballet with, with my middle child. Uh-huh. And, in fact, we're, we're doing the Nutcracker this, this weekend and next weekend. We're in the Nutcracker. And, that's so and, um, fun. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's fantastic. It's really amazing how how happier you can be when you're just nicer to everyone. Right. And and it just comes back and you're just like, wow. 
You know, there's so much science that proves that though, that kindness, it actually releases hormones in your body that makes you feel better. Uh, it's, it's really crazy how our brain and body is made up that if you're just nice to other people, like what it does for you as a person, not just for the other person. Right. Yeah. 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 So you, you said that you used to be very conservative. Um, I don't know anything about your beliefs. Do you, were you, were you Christian then? Are you? Oh boy, that's a story. So (laughs) I was, I was, I was raised very hardcore Irish Catholic. Okay. And, And I mean, and it was, you went to mass every weekend, even if you were sick, you had to be actively mm-hmm. vomiting. I mean, seriously, you know, for my parents to let you stay home. Yeah. And then and, you had to go um, to confessional before you could take communion the next week when you were better. Right. right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it was, you know, it was that whole thing. And um, so I'm the only son for my parents. They have two daughters. I'm the only boy. And my mother was actually pushing me to be a priest. Wow. And I was but don't you want, don't you want grandkids? And she's like, no, you know, be a priest, you know, that'd be such a blessing. And, uh, and, and it's, it's really funny because, you know, yeah, as a teenager, like I started taking these preparatory classes to go to seminary and uh, it just, let's see, well then, you know, kind of 16, 17 years old hit. And then all of a sudden I'm not really focusing too much on uh, that aspect of life. And I told my mom, I was like, Oh, Hey girls. You know, <laughs> so I, I told my mom, I'm like, look, I can't do this. And she was just, she was utterly disappointed that I would not be celibate my whole life and be a priest. And uh, I was like, sorry. So I joined the Marines. My, my dad was a Marine. My grandpa was a Marine. I was like, yeah, family tradition. That'll be nice. And so, and I kind of stayed, I, I was, I have never been very hardcore Catholic. Like once I left house, um, but I kept going to church and stuff while I was in until my first deployment. And, and then that just kind of ruined everything. And I had tried being kind of Christian off and on, kind of uh, non-denominational style for mm-hmm. a few years. And, and it was nice, but it wasn't the religion that was doing it for me. It was the people I was with. Right. It was, it was a very small church and it was really just like hanging out with friends. And, um, and I was like, well, then that's not really what you're supposed to be doing. And so uh, I'm, I'm more along the, the lines of, of kind of a, I like to just, I just people I'm pagan, just kind of go that route. But it's, it's interesting because especially once I, I was really having a hard time assimilating to civilian life, like a lot of guys do. Okay. And so I, I thought, well, you know, I, I would really try the Christianity thing and maybe if I, you know, the answers have to be in the Bible. That's what they always tell you. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of the more I would research it and the more I would look at things and I would talk with the pastor at the church and well, what's the reason for this? And then, oh, well, it's just God's will. And I was like, no, no, I need an answer. And he's like, that's, that's the answer you get. You know, it's just God's will. And I'm like, yeah, but the kid's suffering. And because I, I had deployed... Let's see. I went on maybe six deployments in eight years in the Marine Corps. Wow. Yeah. And you definitely see some things and you definitely question that whole higher power thing. It, you know, and some people don't. Some people, it, it really brings them even stronger into their faith. And I, and I applaud them for that. I'm at this point, like you do you and I'll do me. And, right. it, yep. it's, and that's great if it makes you happy and you're a good person. 
and it's not hurting anyone no else. Issues. Great. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of, it's funny, like the further I, you know, I was like, this isn't going to work. I can't, I can't be happy being nice to like certain people. So yeah, so now I'm, I'm essentially agnostic, I guess. And I'm very, 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 very liberal now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you not too long ago actually went when a certain church came to Greensboro, right? To stand up for a lot of people that didn't include you yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, can we name them? Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, okay. Why not? The, yeah. The, right. <laughs> the, uh, the ever famous uh, Westboro Baptist Church came to Greensboro. And, uh, and I have actually dealt with them before. Oh, have you? I didn't know that. Many, many. Yeah. They, after 9-11, they very quickly started their their whole mess with God. You know, God hates this and God hates that. And so they would they would picket the the bases. They would protest at the base. Mm-hmm. And so I had to deal with that you know a long time ago with with them there. And so we learned that they were coming here and had the time. My wife and I we both had the time to do it. And I was like, come on, let's go. And it was actually actually like my first. I guess you could call it a counter protest against them. And it was, it was just so fantastic though. I mean, oh, there yeah? were, it, it was, there were hundreds of people who showed up to tell them that, you know, they're not, they're, their message is not appreciated and not wanted here. And, and I mean, in like every stop, because they, they went to four different places and they stay for 30 or 40 minutes and then they'd have to go somewhere else. And, and at every stop after, it was just even bigger and even bigger and just so many people. It was, it was fantastic. I was blown away, you know, and, and it was so cool. Like the cops were there and, uh, you know, talking with them and they're like, Oh, Hey, you, you give them hugs. And I'm like, heck yeah, here's a bad hug. You know? and, <laughs> what about that guy? So we're all hugging on the cops. And they're like, you know, we can't make a statement, but thank you for the hug. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And so it was, it was cool. And it, we really drowned them out. And and sent them a good message. And they they came here. I'm so I'm so mad that I didn't know that they were coming. I, I'm so mad that I didn't get to go and be a part of that. But when I was looking it up, they were coming because uh, High Point University is one of the places. There was a, a shooting, right? And they were blaming it because Greensboro doesn't condemn as harshly the people that are part of the LGBTQ community? Was that part of the reason why they were Right. Pretty much. I mean, Greensboro is, for all purposes, kind of one of the most liberal cities in North Carolina, if not, you know, kind of the Southeast. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, we're, we're, it's, we're a very accepting community. We have tons of colleges. We have, yes. you know, which, which brings in a lot of youth and people from all over and all sorts of, of lives and like after I left the police department, I went to college and got and went to school. And that was really when I started interacting with people who weren't like me and in a non-confrontational setting. I was like, wow, you're, you're Muslim and you're not trying to kill me. You right? know, well, of course not. I mean, of course that was not exactly said, but in my mind, I would say to people, I had no idea. You're a really great guy. Where did you grow you know, up? It, oh, well, my dad was a Marine. Okay, so, so kind of all over. we moved every four years, and but as far as like where do I feel, <laughs> where do I feel at most childhood 
fondness would, would I actually lived in Japan. Oh, okay. And, uh, and, and spent many years there. And so I always, I've always kind of looked at Japan as my, as my childhood home. But That's really cool. yeah, we moved every couple of years. Yeah. And, and I enlisted and I've been a nomad up until maybe the last 15 years. I was just asking because your mentality sounds very similar to how mine was, but as you can tell from my accent, I grew up in the South and I remember a guy that I was dating, he and I flew out to California one time and we were at Venice beach and this guy with a green Mohawk was walking down the sidewalk in a speedo and no one cared. No one was right. them a second right. glance. No one was whispering. No one was yelling obscenities at him. And I didn't realize that the world or, or this country that there were places that actually operated that way that allowed people to just be whoever they wanted to be without any backlash. Right. And, and how cool was that? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's, I, uh, I really struggle with living in the South. Like it, it hurts me so much, which is one of the reasons why I started this podcast, because I just feel like if we take the time to understand the people who are going through the things that we hate, then maybe we won't really hate them so much if we put a person with it and instead of just an idea. Have you gotten any backlash from your family or friends by being supportive and being a dad to whoever needs it, no matter what? Um, no, not because of this. I'm actually cut off from my family, but that happened about three years ago, so, <laughs> which, is, which is also you know, one of the things that kind of helped motivate me to do this because I understand as far as my parents are concerned, I'm no longer there. And I'm like, but you should have a dad. You should have a mom. Only one of my sisters occasionally talks to me. And even then it's like texting or social media kind of thing. But so fortunately I haven't had any, I haven't had any backlash whatsoever, but yeah, none from my, my family. Cause yeah, we're already severed right there. Mm, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that, but it's, it's awesome that you've taken that type of thing and turn it into being a light to other people who just, who need it. I appreciate that. It's, but it's, it's not about me. I don't know. You know, it's like, you kind of wake up one day and you go, you know, why did you know, you're, or you're saying for some time, why doesn't somebody do something? Why doesn't somebody do something? And you're like, I'm somebody, you know, kind of like Homer Simpson, <laughs> you know, I'm somebody. And I'm a stay at home dad now and, and, and have been for about a year. And I'm just like, I got all this time. I'm like, yeah, let's, we can, we can do this. Let's at least try to make, if you can, if you can just like help somebody, mm-hmm. you know, then, then it's, then it's, why wouldn't you? And um, so it's, it's been nice. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've gotten some... messages from people and, and like, uh, cause I'll, I'll post, I try to post every day. I try to post on, on a page in the morning, something kind of motivational or serious or whatever. And then in the afternoon I try to post a, a bad dad joke. I was about you to know, say, I love and, your dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, and, and, you know, it's really it's a challenge sometimes to come up with them. I'm not as consistent as I want to be because, you know, of course, I've got kids and mm-hmm. family and all that. And, but, um, but I've had people message me and go, hey, I, I saw your post about just this morning. And, and I just want to say I really needed that this morning. I was really down. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. And, yeah, I, I'm glad. Posted it because I was down. Re- you know, really, that's what it is. Like, when I post something, it's, it's, it's really just how a projection of how I'm feeling. Right. And I'm like, if, if I'm pep talking myself, then someone else might could also use that pep talk 
it's almost always in that dad style, or at least how it should be. I, I like to think of it as like a, like a bear hug, as opposed to a finger pointing type of, of instruction. Yeah. Have you gotten any incredible stories from people or just the big thank yous all the time? Um, it's, it's been, it's, it's mostly just kind of small thing, either a thank you for this or, or, Hey, I was really depressed this morning, but I saw your page and, and it made my day or I saw your horrible joke and, you oh, know, God, that was funny. I have yet to have anybody take me up on the offer of being a stand in ad at their ceremony or their wedding or anything. Um, but I did have one guy, um, who messaged me and he was, I want to say he was up in Pennsylvania up there and he was like, Hey, I'm getting married next week. And I'm like really nervous. <laughs> like, is this normal? Like he was asking for wedding Aww. advice. And, and, and I was looking at his profile picture. And I'm like, you're older than me, bro. <laughs> you know? like, so I talked to him like, yeah, it's totally normal. It's okay. And it's okay to be normal or to be, to be nervous. And usually he's like, okay. he messaged me you know, like the next day. He's like, thank you for, for talking me down off that ledge. I was, I was really, I was really in a way. Like, Absolutely. You need anything? You know, just let me know. That's and, awesome. Uh, so that was, that was, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And I, I, I followed up a little bit later and, and he had posted pictures of his wedding and stuff. It looked like it was a great time. So that was, I'm, I'm a sucker for love. So. Yeah. Same you know, here. I, uh, you have to be sure um, when you finally do start standing in and, and being that dad, like you definitely have to post some pictures because I would love to see it and share them. It's just such, such an incredible thing. Because yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We all need someone in our corner and it's nice to know that there's someone out there just waiting to be your cheerleader if needed, you know? That, that's exactly it. No one is alone. You're, you're not alone. Do you no need somebody? Hey, I'm, I'm here. Oh, absolutely. We're all, we're all flawed. We, you know, you put, you know, you can put religion aside. We all have flaws. Absolutely. I have down days. That's okay. I, and I feel like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's just being a nurse or what it is that, but I mean, with you being a cop, I'm sure that you experienced it a lot because I see so many people in healthcare doctors, nurses, techs, whatever, you just get very hardened towards people and very judgmental yes. of people being imperfect humans. And I find it very difficult to find others. I don't know if it's just the South. I'm not sure. But I find it difficult to find others that recognize that we all need love no matter what, no matter how horrible of a, a person you have been you still deserve affection. You still deserve to be heard and to take up space in this world. Right. Exactly. And, and, and when I was an officer, I mean, for the majority of that time, I was very much had the gallows humor, very much had, Oh, oh he's, he's just begging for booze money kind of thing. And, you know, which is, which is, it's a common attitude because mm -hmm. you do, well, you're you have to, to it in, so in, in, in yeah, and and when you're in emergency services as a as a generality, you have to kind of detach from your feelings in order to do the job. Otherwise, you're going to be a mess. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll be crying or you'll be over emotional. But as things went on, and especially once I left, and and of course, just personal experience. Just the older I get, the more things happen to me. Those years where money is really lean, or you might have to 
sell a few things because paycheck was too light or whatever. And I'm like, I can, I can see how somebody would be on a street corner. Yeah. Instead of having that attitude, like there's, there's a, a Taco Bell uh, in town and, and there's nearly always somebody standing next to it. Like, you know what? I, uh, whenever I go there, I order food for me and I order a, an extra meal. And I'm like, have some food. <laughs> I don't have cash very, very, very often anymore. Right. But hey, I can give you food or I can, like I've, I've even, uh, I forget what town was, right outside of Charlotte. I was coming back home. I stopped for dinner. I had the family with me and uh, it had started sprinkling and you could see it was a huge storm on the horizon. And this guy was outside with a sign and I was like, Hey man, you know, why don't you come in? He's like, Oh, I, they won't let me in there. I can't come in. Uh-huh. Like you can come in if you're my guest, I'm buying you dinner. Come on. And so I, I bought, I must have bought him like two of everything. Mm-hmm. And he was so hungry. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, Hey, you know, you can sit down, you can, come on, let's have dinner. And, uh, and that's about when the sky opened it up and it just, it was pouring rain and like, Hey, I just didn't want you to get wet. You know, he's like, thank you so much. So it was, it's just little things like that, that it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And, and who knows? I mean, I don't know where that guy was mentally. Maybe, it, maybe he was at the end of, of his own personal line, just kind of was ready to give it all up. I mean, I don't know. Right. Hopefully it just, if you do just one little thing and make somebody smile, you know, you never know, you know, especially today. I mean, you really could have saved somebody's life Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's, that's powerful. That's huge. It definitely is. And what you're doing is so powerful and huge. You may not feel it, but I appreciate so much that there's at least one person out in my community that's trying to do good and trying to help extend the the kindness that's needed in this world. So I, on behalf of everyone, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being you and thank you for taking the steps to just be open and embraceive and to just be that person. No, I, I appreciate that. And thank you very much for the support. Oh, any, um, any time. Yeah. All right. Well, well, thank you. And thanks for coming and talking. I'm going to add, if it's okay with you, I'm going to add the link to your Facebook page so people can go and check out I'm your dad now, and they can get their fun jokes and encouragement every day from you too. And who knows, maybe you're going to be hit up. Uh, maybe one of the listeners is going to need a dad to stand in for them. Yeah, no, that'd be, that would be fantastic. Thank you. Thanks so much, Will. The holiday seasons are here. Maybe you don't have a family to go home to. Maybe there's trouble between you and your parents. Who knows? Maybe you just really need someone to reach out to and to hear that you're loved and important. If you fit any of these, reach out to Will from I'm Your Dad Now on the Facebook page. I'll include a link. I'll be sure to include a link in this bio to make it easier for you to get there. And I hope you have a beautiful and wonderful holiday season.